two, three. Because we're famous for this podcast. No, we weren't famous before. Now we're famous for this podcast. It's what we're famous for. Cool. The, uh, the slap that, that British turned American show about the wrong parent slapping the kid or somebody other, like a different parent slapping somebody else's kid. And then all the shit that broke loose from there. Is that, or is that just an idea you have? No, that's uh that was a show. I think the Brits did it first. And then, um, the, uh, the use, the uses did it. <laughs> <laughs> the USA version of the Brits, uh, did it, uh, second with like Peter Sarsgaard and a couple other bros. Um, wow. Yeah. So okay, I thought it was like a another version of that the uh, the push called the slap. Where you just, <laughs> it's a complicated scenario where you wind up having to slap someone else's kid. <laughs> yeah, you're meeting with some investor about some tech company, and you you think it's like a great networking experience. No, all he does is just convince you to slap his kid. <laughs> right. He's like, just just slap the kid. Yeah. You know, whatever. Come on, I'll introduce yeah. you to Bill Gates. Slap my kid. <laughs> <laughs> why is and then like he's like i i gotta step out for a second I, you'll have to excuse me and then some uh woman comes in and she's like you gotta help me you know whatever like some crazy bill story. gates is out there trying <laughs> bill gates out there and he's got a gun yeah <laughs> i need you to slap my son <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I need you to dress up like Bill Gates and slap my son. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so it's not that. So you're saying it's a real show. Yeah, it was a real show. And it, I, I gave it a, a good amount of time. And then by the time I tried to get back to it, I think they pulled it off Hulu. But I love the okay. concept. There was some you, uh, hit cheating. Hit me with the concept one more time. I'm very sorry. Sure. Uh, it's like the the USA version was um like, I think, Brooklyn, nice backyard Brooklyn. Um, you know, thirties and forties, maybe like couples. And then their, uh, young, hot nanny is hooking up with the one dad. It's so I'm, I'm loving those aspects. Um, you know, the cheating, um, you know, the drinking outdoors, a couple aspects really scratched my itches. Oh yeah. Um, That's that's really stacking up for you. Yeah. It's starting to pile up. So I think they like Uh, watch each other's kids and stuff. And so like they're having a hangout with, couple couples and uh and their kids and everybody's playing and so peter sarsgaard sees something happen and like go goes and grabs somebody else's kid and like slaps them and then like okay yeah all hell breaks loose from there like who who's not friends with whom now or however the whom's and who's go there uh you know the the nanny's hooking up with the dad you know the nanny starts slapping people <laughs> <laughs> how yeah how, how does this so the slap rises to the level of being able to be named uh, the name of the show because everything just spirals out of control all from stemming there. from this initial yeah. slap right it's and like the, the war of jenkins ear exactly yep from then on jenkins ear was brought up in every conversation same okay. way so you got he's hooking up with uh He's hooking up with the nanny and he's like, oh shit, I was having such a good time hooking up with you. I, ju- I almost was able to forget that I slapped that kid. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. Right. She's like, oh, I didn't forget. I was thinking about it the whole time. <laughs> right. 
screaming it out in passion while they're making love. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Remember when you slapped that kid? (laughs) You weren't supposed to. It was somebody else's. (laughs) Yeah, so that was the whole thing because it was someone else's kid. Right. Uh, All right. And so then does it like turn into like murder and intrigue to that level or is it just kind of like a lot of questions about the morality of the slapping situation? Yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to I was trying to think of what happened from there. I don't know. Um I think it's all just it pretty much the slap pretty much only sticks around in name, I feel like after a couple episodes. Obviously, you know, when when he's hooking up with the nanny, they're both talking about it the entire sex scene oh <laughs> uh, yeah, of yeah. <laughs> but other than that i think this the slap itself fades and then it gets into like um just the like who doesn't like each other now and and who's going to be talking about the slap next during the, the next sex scene uh, yes of course <laughs> so th- at that point it's just like <laughs> beverly hills 90210 kind of show yeah but honestly classier man like i think it it was like that show high maintenance, but with a slap at the beginning and like Brooklyn people <laughs> in their backyards. <laughs> okay, yeah, I don't even know about these Brook the type of Brooklyn person that you're talking about. I'm, I'm yeah, that's yeah. not too many bells for me. But and even uh, the idea of a backyard is not ringing a ton of Maybe bells. Maybe like newly retired hipsters who are now teaching and maybe oh, somehow they wow. own a house in Brooklyn or at least the first floor and backyard. Um, first floor and backyard. Okay, but they yeah. still, you know. They still rock the glasses. They still look and fit in with Brooklyn, but they're like just a little bit older, I think, is who these folks are. And maybe they have grad school degrees, too. Let's go throw grad school around. All right. Grad school in there. And then they uh, do they not support slapping anybody at all? Is it more so that he slapped somebody else's kid or is slapping anyone not OK? Right. I think there's some of both. Obviously, wrong kid. And then some people say wrong kid, wrong action. Some people say wrong kid and leave it there. We, you know, okay. we're good with the hit. We're good with the slap, but. Good with um, the slap, but he was intending to slap someone else. Right. <laughs> yeah, he just he missed. slapped the wrong kid. That's the whole kid. thing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then he just takes coordination lessons the whole rest of the thing. It's just, you know. Right. Learns how to slap just, better. It's like a karate kid montage of him just learning how to slap. <laughs> right. The correct person he's aiming for. Learning karate from some other 40-year-old Brooklyn dad. <laughs> when then they then they uh spawn a romance and they then they talk about the slap while they're having sex so that's really the only time it comes up in just all the sex scenes yeah maybe i overstated the passion with which they were talking about it. they're just talking about it really pragmatically like what but while having sex right? <laughs> yeah right they are really to keep they are able to somehow once that like this is the theme throughout the whole show anytime two people start having sex they are wildly able to like get it under control for the the slap conversations. Yes, just they're like the... going absolutely at each other like crazy, <laughs> and then she's able to very much get it together. Where are you with Where are you with the slap these days? <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, um, I yeah, he's just they're absolutely. You see, the thing is this. I've, I've kind of come to a different spot. <laughs> Getting on where smashed up against the headboard. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. So, yeah, that, that does not sound up my alley at all. 
the, no, uh, but I'm the saying head, it's the headboard stuff. I'm, I'm yeah. good with all that. <laughs> yeah, the rest of the plot. It's a step in the right direction from 90210 towards what you want, but no, not enough. You're right. It, it ain't for Okay. You. I see. It's what we're famous for. Okay, we're back. All right. I am uh, uh, the, uh, the guy from Blues Traveler. Um, ah. Yeah. The Pop Man? Yeah. Johnny Pop yeah. Squad? Johnny Pop Squad, yeah. Pop, yeah, uh, he pops a squad. Pop, pop a doc from Eight Mile. <laughs> Johnny P the doc man, yeah. <laughs> doc worker John for short. Popper? Yep, so I believe John John the Pop Man Popper, yeah. Okay. Um, former heavyweight champion of the world, now a featherweight, I think. Yeah, he's not. Can He can still play the uh, arm. Yeah, you'd play think that Monica. It would seem like that would go away with like losing two hundred pounds. <laughs> you just yes. can't play the harmonica anymore. Not well, he still can. He's just not allowed. I think you can only be fat and play the harmonica. It's just better. It does not look nearly as cool when he does it now. It looks like, yeah, all right, get out of there, get off the stage. <laughs> 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 he gets booed off the stage. He's so excited. He comes back. He wants to show everybody how much weight he's lost and how healthy and his life's great now. Right. <laughs> Boom, bring out the fat guy. <laughs> bring out the real pop man. Get the yeah. real pop man out here. And they knew that was going to be a possibility, so they did have a guy uh, who looked like him like be back there. And they're like, ah, we're just kidding. And then so that guy just had to take over for John Popper going forward. <laughs> <laughs> just sucks at the harmonica. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, something's not different. Ever since they did that prank where they pretended like he got skinny, <laughs> hasn't been the same. <laughs> Regular skinny, newer, <laughs> actual skinny John Poppers just outside of all their shows. Like, let me in. I'm right here. I'm very good. Right. <laughs> I'm very good. I'll get in there. Besides, I'm the real pop man yeah. out here. Uh, pop the doc man. And who, by the way, one of my favorite weird voices. John Popper? Yeah, just a nice, weird, trilly um, voice box on that fella. Okay, I I always mix up John Popper with the guy from uh, Whose Line Is It Anyway? Drew, oh, Colin Mockery or Drew Carey or? No, the big guy. Big guy, Greg Proopst. Oh, no, no uh, Ryan Stiles. No, that's the tall guy, the oh. uh, larger, large size guy. Gotcha, not sure. Whose line is it? Oh, you're thinking about one of those girls who plays the piano. <laughs> uh, yeah, we uh, we got to meet the real uh, the real live Colin Mockery in. Uh... Nice to meet you. It really, 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 really is. was. <laughs> yeah, where was that? Uh, Switzerland. Colin Mockery. Colin. No, not Switzerland. Where was it? Uh, no, Scotland. Scotland, okay. Edinburgh, Scotland at the Fringe Fest. Colin the Mockman. <laughs> yeah, it was a... Um, <laughs> it was uh, Mockle Doodle Doo and uh, <laughs> some... Uh, not ventriloquist, but who are the guys who uh, take over your brain? Colin M and the Benny T's. <laughs> <laughs> hypnotist. Hypnotist. He was a hypnotist. A... Uh, which is basically the ventriloquist for your mind. <laughs> yeah. Uh, 
socks are just shoes for your feet. So yes, they are. Um, yeah. So it was a guy, a hypnotist, and uh, yeah, just he, he, the hypnotist hypnotized a whole group of people, and then had them do like improv, like whose line is it anyway? Still st- style, Ryan Styles improv. Ah, so they hypnotized everybody into thinking that those guys were really there doing that. <laughs> when they all woke up, it was just some yeah, some nut guy who looks Somebody's nothing like sleeping him. with their wife. Yeah, <laughs> 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 that's, that's <the> <laughs> he just does these bogus hypnot- hypnoses or whatever they're called, whatever the trick is called. And then yeah, okay, you're back to life now. <laughs> their spouses are out in the ground just getting railed. <laughs> <laughs> whoa hey <laughs> we yeah, got you guys good just, he could have just waited to bring him back but uh, <laughs> bring, always brings him back while it's going on <laughs> <laughs> wait wait what does this have to do with the hypnosis <laughs> <laughs> yeah i was really hypnotized for a second there what was this though? <laughs> it's all part of it. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. Yeah, I mean I think you could probably get hypnotized. Have you ever gotten in there? No, I've been to they did it at one of those like welcome to college things and uh and I was at the time, I mean I was probably only 17, but I was full i fully bought into it being a real thing i was like holy shit that was crazy they really like made people do that stuff Um, right and i haven't revisited it since i don't believe and i think i would at this point just gut reaction gun to my head gun to the back of my head i say it's it's you know maybe like anything else you could get a few wires crossed up there but i think a lot of those people at the shows are, are faking it for the for the show like oh let's give these people a show they get on their knees and bark like a dog like okay yeah it was, okay it we was didn't just ask easier. you to do that but <laughs> yeah yeah the, the hypnotist is just reverse <laughs> doing his job or whatever like okay now bark i already was like <laughs> <laughs> the the thing that makes you like uh able to get hypnotized i feel like you might have that yes have you? Yeah. Okay. That gene. Yes. Cause I, that is essentially what is happening in conversation. I'm basically being hypnotized into every point of view that's coming my way. Cause if, <laughs> as long as you say it correctly, I have no reason to think there's anything wrong with it. Yeah. Yeah. You're just getting, getting hypnotized by every opinion <laughs> that comes across your desk. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I open yeah. it up. It's just a video of some guy hit like, you know, holding one of those clocks in front of my face. <laughs> holding just a regular full-size clock. That's <laughs> broken. Nothing's moving on it. <laughs> Keeps accidentally hypnotizing you by just normal stuff, just moving his hand. He's just going to scratch his nose and right. further, further hypnotizes you. The clock's a total coincidence. He, yeah, they find that out way later in the experiment. He's like, you know what? You guys are going to laugh when I tell you this. The clock had nothing to do with any of this. The idiot is getting hypnotized by my wrist going back and forth. He's a fucking idiot. (laughs) It's what we're famous for. All right. I'm a, uh, yeah. I'm a roadside convenience store with, uh, 
with not a lot of stuff for miles either either way. One of those kind of eerie ones. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Yeah, where it's like a they they live they live out back kind of thing. Yeah, I think they might. I think they live there, and it's usually just or excuse me, it is one guy, um, and they just keep handing it down somehow. This this family tree of these people is just one man to one man each time and they just hand the place off the other guy disappears <laughs> and nobody knows where any of these people came from they're they're where the bodies are coming out of is a total mystery but they just one guy's son just keeps taking this thing over and it keeps going from there one guy's son is another guy's treasure yeah, it's, uh... <laughs> it's it's just like another some guy. pedophile's code of ethics <laughs> Uh, it's just i I, you got to assume that it just gets passed down to like some other guy who just i don't know showed up there to get like a monster energy drink (laughs) the other guy puts a burlap sack over top of him and (laughs) <laughs> pulls him out back and i'm not sure what happens but then you know a few years later he's the guy running the <laughs> hey yeah he cracks open the monster and underneath the lid it says you're now the owner of the store ah <laughs> 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 oh, fuck yeah and you got to do it and and then it's your job to plant the next uh thing or no maybe it's the energy drink company's job to then plant the next one and you don't know which energy drink it's going to be. So Red Bull has the next one, or maybe they do five energy monsters in a row. You, like they try to kind of like keep us guessing in that way. Yeah. Yes. I think, uh, otherwise, you know, people would stop buying that particular brand of energy drink. So I think, right. You got to keep business going as they say. And I, it's, that's, it's tempting to think that that's the thesis of the episode, but it's not. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So hang on. We're, we're going to get there. I know those, yeah. for those out there fans, uh, who are, excuse me, who are fans of the early lesson, you know, this might've been a fake out. Obviously you're thinking, you know, you're, be you're careful what lesson. energy drink you get. You might end up taking a convenience store over. Just hold on. Right. We're not there yet. Yeah, but be patient. We'll get to the hold your questions till the end. Um, so yeah, I think Monster. You got Red Bull, and you get all the big players. Maybe just regular convenience store black coffee takes takes one of them, like underneath those cups. Oh yeah, yep. You pull out one of those cups from the machine in the wall, and all of a sudden you own the you own the place. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) you just pull out a whole thing that redoes the store and changes the name of the business to your name. (laughs) ah shit they really did this good job with this one yeah that's when the companies decide it's not enough to put it under the can they have to like spring load entire like remodeling changes (laughs) into the store somehow the tradition of getting trapped in a burlap sack still still uh, persists though even though all the technology comes in the whole place gets rebranded right away but you still wind up getting beaten up in a in a a burlap (laughs) sack out back right Yep. Tortured for a full year before you actually take the <laughs> before you take the store over. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah, the the spring loaded stuff happens like, oh, like it spring loads a new uniform on you and everything. But you know, just for tradition. All right, I know, I know what's coming next. 
right, I'm get, you're gonna do you're gonna torture me out back all these guys show up with aluminum bats <laughs> um, uh, have, have you seen a, a roadside gas station wise have you seen the uh the the ones online where there's just like uh people stealing and it's a particular it's a particular you know convenience store roadside convenience store and he just narrates over people shoplifting in in his store. That's pretty much. Oh, after not is. after the fact, during. Oh no, it's after the fact. After the fact, live. the guy takes his own footage and does it to his own footage of his own. Yeah, store. takes his own footage of his own store. It puts it on YouTube, and it's just him narrating as people shoplift from his. Oh, store. that's a great. That's a great uh, channel. Yeah, good idea. Yeah, yeah, I think that's good. You know, make a uh, mountain out of a. Whatever the opposite of no, it's not. Mountain's yeah, not make a mountain here. from the molehill of uh, the molehill of your convenience store, turn it into a mountain of being a YouTube partner and cleaning up go. on. But I wonder if you have to blur out all the brands in your store if you do something like that. Like, do you have to know. blur out the the monster? So. Okay, it's just public domain at that point, or free advertising, or what? I think it's just what happened, you know. Oh, it's footage of what happened, and but then you can start faking stuff where just like everybody's. Every time somebody falls, it's over top of a Coca-Cola like thing. <laughs> yeah, you just put there's just shoplifting footage, and it's just like yeah, a, a guy tripping and falling over, and like holding up a big Pantene Pro V sign. <laughs> yeah, like it's weird. Did you guys notice all the shoplifting videos online? If he's been shoplifting Pantene Pro V recently, <laughs> yeah, every thief just took to stealing the same thing. Right. That's a good idea, though. That's another way. You get in, so you'd have a different sponsor every month. So people aren't really that into what item is being sold. People who are fans of shoplifting videos. So then you get the big companies and you say, all right, Coca-Cola, I want I want a three-year contract where every every video you put out, you have to make it look like it was a Coke product. And, right. uh, and you know, we'll pay you $60 million a year or whatever. Yeah, because... Because how much people are, you know, the fact that people are out there willing to buy your product, that's that's one thing. But if people are out there willing to steal your product, then. Right. That's how you know it's good. really good. Yeah. Right. Show it being guy's stolen. is freedom. Right. So you, then you, yeah, wow. So then everybody starts taking notice. All the car companies have street footage, like people people's personal security videos of their cars being stolen. And then you get these professional uh, video editors to make it look like a Lamborghini or whatever kind of car you're advertising. Right. The next Toyota commercial is just like a bunch of footage of people breaking in and stealing Toyotas. Yeah, that's a great idea. Just prove. Yeah, I, I think that would be the most compelling commercial I've ever seen. Just like re- legit, uh, you know, security camera footage of people being like, oh, man, it's a Toyota. Let's take it like this. this I love Toyotas. These are great. Right. Wait, should we take the Toyota or should we take the, the Honda of the same relative price range? You know, and they, oh, and they yeah. talk it out and they decide which one to steal. That's great. Let's go with the Toyota. Like, okay, all right. Uh, now I got, I got a pen and paper out while I'm watching this commercial, I suppose. Right. And then they put down their break-in weapons and just, and they that's that could be like a nice turnaround. They turn their life around with a Toyota. Right, they decide to stop stealing. They don't even sell the car. They just go drive off to college. Right. Right, the whole, uh, they do a sponsorship where, like, free college tuition. If you decide right now that, hey, you're not going to steal this, hey, do me a favor. Get completely out of your life of crime right now. You can go to college with this Toyota. College right now with this Toyota. 
And then, unfortunately, they meet, like, they each meet other people in college, and it's kind of like a weird thing. Oh, who gets the Toyota? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) It's what we're famous for. I am uh, uh, Frodo Baggins over here. Okay. Uh, he was he was searching for the ring. He's he's he has the ring, and somebody wants it. What, tell me about Frodo's. Frodo Baggins. Um, I think he um, he winds up with the ring. Elijah Wood. Like, yeah, Elijah Wood. Dan Daniel Radcliffe. Uh, <laughs> yeah, my old uh, castmate from Homicide. Yeah. Uh, yes. Uh, he he has the ring. Got it from Bilbo, I think. A couple of Bagginses. Is. is it like their last name is like Bilbo and Frodo, their brothers or anything? I think their last name is Baggins. Oh, so they're brothers for that reason, <laughs> having nothing to do with the O at the end of their names. <laughs> I, think I think they're cousins, but the O is a really funny way of thinking about it. Frodo yeah. and Bilbs, yeah. Short for Billboard. <laughs> yeah. Frozen yogurt and Billboard Baggins. Right. Okay, so Frodo has it? Yeah, Frodo's got the ring. Okay. How'd he get it? From Bilbo. Right, okay. So why did Bilbo have it? <laughs> <laughs> we just go go through the whole, uh, you know, six-hour uh, movie with you just asking questions. <laughs> like that the yeah. But no, just All these right, so- anyway. So then what? All right. So then what? Where they go? Uh, yeah, uh, Bilbo stumbled upon the ring. Oh, okay, he found it. He's his brother is obviously part of his life, so he he catches wind. Um, I they're, think they're cousins, you know. Right, they're cousins. Like nephew. They're, he's his nephew, maybe. Okay, and they live, and they're smaller people, and they live in a group home with smaller people or a group area, anyway. Yeah, I think it's just a, a regular, you know part of town yeah. okay they're not small it's, folks no they're all small folks yeah okay, they're gotcha. all on the smaller side big feet uh big you know club club like feet okay uh slows them down not, not body shaming wise no uh um i think they, they move at a regular pace okay all right big feet you could swim better maybe unless they're yeah big clubby yeah you're just gonna you're looking at you're looking at anchors at that point no benefits aside from, you know, every any time it comes in handy to be small. Right. Okay. Gotcha. It's not okay. like they're like, uh, you know, like a dwarf where like a dwarf I think is good, uh, you know, good at something else. Because like they can play uh, kids. They can stand in for kids when the kids are like past their labor hours or whatever. Right. Exactly. That's the skill right. of the dwarf. But they don't have that. Gotcha. Okay. It's hobbits. They're smaller than the dwarves. Dwarves are like... Uh, you know, a little on the thicker, stronger side, but the uh, hobbits they're just small. Now, what do what did the Lord of the Rings have to do with the Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe? Same same area of a fantasy same or no plot? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> totally different. Same author, anything? Yeah, totally different. I think totally different. Uh, okay. Yeah. What are the other like crossovers that fantasy, I'm thinking of? Yeah. There's some crossover with two famous things are just like, yeah, that was, yeah, the same story. Sorry, or whatever. Well, the Lord of the Rings and uh, Harry Potter both have the same guy in them. 
<laughs> both both are starring Harry Potter. <laughs> yeah, yeah Bilbo and Frodo have to take the ring away from Harry Potter. <laughs> exactly, yeah. So that could be the crossover that you're thinking of. Gotcha. No, there is something with like Prince Caspian and the Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe is the same thing, or Lord of the Rings and something. Anyway. No. No, that's it. No, I, no I'm sure there is. Uh, I mean, like The Hobbit and Lord of the Rings, those are the same. If that's Maybe not. that's what I'm thinking of. The Hobbit was the book, and then all of a sudden it was these incredibly famous movies at one point. It was a, my, my relationship with The Hobbit and Lord of the Rings has been a, a, a very confusing history. It's been tough for you, I feel like. Yeah. yeah. There's been some... Uh, it's been a roller coaster ride. Oh, and then you have uh, the Ewoks from like the land of end, like the battle for Endor and stuff like that. And then they were in Star Wars and stuff. Like there's some that maybe that's the crossover I'm thinking of. What was going on there? Because oh, okay. I like the one bros, the the battle for Endor and all that stuff was awesome. And then maybe I just grew a couple years and Star Wars came out and I just couldn't do it. I was I was already into that new brain. But the battle for Endor, the, the word Endor, that's that's something from Star Wars. So I don't know. The battle for uh, Endor is the name of a battle in Star Wars, I think, where gotcha. those Ewoks are, maybe. The Ewoks, yeah. Well, they, so what are you talking about? What, the <laughs> battle for Endor was this whole other movie that like I saw unrelated to Star Wars. Then like, um, or maybe, <laughs> guy, who knows, <laughs> man? Who knows? I don't think so. I think that's, you know, maybe the battle for Endor is like some other thing, but that is going to be Star Wars if it is. But yeah, there if were these not, little it's just Star Wars. Right, the little bear bros, Bear yeah. Bryant. Those are the Ewoks. Yeah. Okay, yeah, Star the battle Wars. for Endor was some spe- separate movie with like there was still the same kind of world like I think there were some like airplanes flying through the woods, like weaving through the woods. I think that's just Star Wars, man. <laughs> Gotcha. All right. Maybe I just saw one of the Star Wars and liked it and didn't know it had anything to do with Star Wars. Oh, shit. Yeah. I mean, that might be like the greatest piece of thing revealed of all time. Right. That would be such a twist of on the podcast for to find out that you were a big Star Wars fan. Yeah. I've You're been like to all the cons. shitting on all the Star Wars movies, but you, you thought you, you know, someone just relabeled the star wars box the battle for endor and you thought it, you thought it was some different movie from your childhood right they just put it in the cool runnings box and you know, <laughs> yeah they put the name brand ketchup in the off brand to see if the guy would notice that um my my grandfather did that with somebody at some point that's great yeah but no i think that might have happened now that we're we're digging this up and i'm starting to remember there was an older man there too and he used to know <laughs> Some weird stuff just starts coming back. Um, Battle for Endor. I'm going to say I think it was separate, but it was very much the same topic of flying through forests. But we'll have to sort this all out in post-production and just uh, green screen in the correct answer of what really happened. Yeah, I'm sure you're right about all of this, that it's, you know, that it's another thing entirely. And maybe, uh, yeah, maybe the whoever the guy who wrote the Battle for Endor you know, just got plagiarized by Star Wars. Right. Um, I remember, I remember, well, I just, I started sounding like thud from a hook there. You remember your mother, Peter? Um, (laughs) What was I going to say? Do you remember? Oh, we saw, you asked me nicely to go see uh, Lord of the Rings, the third one, I believe. Like, ah, just go, who cares? We'll just hang out after, you know. So I went and saw one of them uh, in theaters, having not seen any of the first two or having any clue what was happening, okay. but it was good looking. It was a lot of, a lot of, uh, nice 
grand mountain shots and stuff. Right. Nice on the eyes. That uh, New Zealand or wherever they shot that. Yeah. Great. That was yeah. it? That was the whole point of bringing that back up? Just say it was nice looking? Uh, yeah, after all that, huh? What a fair weather guy. Um, I do. I did enjoy the, the looks of it. And you know what it was kind of like? It reminded me of an IMAX where I saw something in the IMAX as a child uh, that was like helicopter view, like going through the Grand Canyon, looking like you're going to smash into stuff. Yeah. Uh, was Now, not to bring everything back to virtual reality and movies, was IMAX shoving our seats around? Oh, man, it's a good question. Barely, if at all. You yeah. Yeah. They only had one guy going around just shaking people back then. It was before they. Exactly. <laughs> they had to like pause the movie because the guy, it was like a helicopter scene where they would like jolt for a second. Like, and he would have to go around and separately grab everybody by the shoulders and shake them. Right. Just, what, just ran, or, ran around with like a, one of his, you know, high school textbooks and fan people. <laughs> <within> <laughs> textbooks. Make it feel like a helicopter. <laughs> right. That thing where the helicopter gets close to the ground and like the whole the earth starts blowing around, right? <laughs> just going around. He just goes around, and knocks everybody's hats off. <laughs> <laughs> He's making the helicopter noise with his mouth. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. IMAX. That you were definitely wore the three D glasses, right? Okay. Uh, they had they gave you eye surgery on the way in. <laughs> yes, that's the eye. Right. In IMAX. (laughs) Four-hour surgery, everybody waits. (laughs) It's what we're famous for. Okay. All righty-dighty. We're back. And I am uh, the guy who invented the um, microwave popcorn. Ah. Orville Redenbacher. Yeah. Orville himself, um, or is there another big popcorn guy? Gotta be. Orville. And I don't even know if that's even correct. Is that, that was the right guy? I might, I was thinking he was maybe involved in peanuts, which are the popcorn of the sea. (laughs) (laughs) They sure are, yeah. (laughs) I I think Redenbacher was a popcorn man. He's a popcorn man. Maybe he was a circus man. I don't know. Okay. No, that's P.T. Barnum. You're thinking of Barnum and Bailey. Yeah, I'm thinking of Barnum and Bailey. You're thinking of Ringling Brothers and Barnum and Bailey when they joined forces. Yep, I think you're right. Yeah. Uh, And then I guess, uh, oh, yeah, so P.T. Barnum started out, met John Bailey, and then the Ringling Brothers showed up, and all four of them got together. And And now, I assume. Popcorn. Yeah, they just all started a big popcorn <laughs> company. <laughs> cooked all the animals into popcorn. <laughs> cooked them into popcorn. <laughs> yes. Yeah. It's a. And then. Because so I imagine that the, the uh, circus is they consolidated those three times or whatever, and we got to Ringling Brothers and Barnum and Bailey because the demand for circuses is going down right over right. over time. So you got to right. consolidate, 
mergers and acquisitions, all that stuff. Yeah, they probably each fired half their crew and then just joined up. Right. The uh, fed half the fed the elephants of one to the other. <laughs> <laughs> huge, huge elephants <laughs> remaining. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, just the employees and all their families are, are the one team's elephant food. <laughs> and then the other group, <laughs> they feed the alive people, the other elephants that weren't needed on the other circus. <laughs> yeah. Nobody's even upset about that. That was just part of the, that was just, you know, how the, how the chips fell. You know, I, I got understand, you know, that we got to, it's for the good of the circus, but the, uh, they, so I assume if there's more circuses, if the, if the circus still exists, which maybe it doesn't, and I don't know what happens to all these people when the circus is done, which must be close to done. Yeah. And or they're just, you know, doing more mergers, more and more mergers, and there's just going to be one huge elephant left. But uh, <laughs> yeah, they've all the other elephants to that one. Just clearly... <laughs> There's all these like elephant parts sticking weirdly out of the guy's side. <laughs> but yeah, tough time to be like a uh, a trapeze artist or something like yeah. that, right? Because you can't even do that one like on Zoom. You can't do any of that kind of stuff on Zoom. Right. You got to rent think. a whole gym or whatever and then somebody to hold the camera. No, I guess you could get a stand. That's right. Actually, if you get a okay. stand. <laughs> hang, hang on. <laughs> Actually, yeah, that might be one of the safest jobs I've heard about over Zoom. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just think, like, you can't do acrobatics on Zoom. It's just like, oh, isn't that just a fake video? It's just a deep fake. That's not even a real right. you know, video or camera or whatever. Zoom Zoom goes after, or they, you know, start trying to do a one geared right towards that with the with the camera moving. Okay. Like a following camera version of Zoom. Do we have anything there? That's, yeah, there's a bunch of those coming out actually right now. Really? Okay. Nice. Yeah. All right. Good to know. I'm so yeah. smart as those people. You are? Yeah. It's, these, uh, it's probably $15 million ideas already on the po- on this podcast, on this episode. Yeah. Right. A million dollars for each uh, idea. 15 ideas right there. Right. <laughs> uh, start a whole new WHO each time you do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah get addicted to changing my clothes <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah Just start a new cdc every time you come up with the idea of feeding one elephant to another <laughs> yeah it's it's gonna be the circuses then then the zoos um and yeah you know, then there's the good zoos, and then there's the ah man, the ones that are like doing their uh, marketing as the good zoos. What about I? I mean, the zoo and Zoom. You, you're already uh, <laughs> halfway there. Like, yeah. is there are there zooms? That, like, uh, yeah, let's watch the animals on Zoom. That would be great. Yeah. That's way better I, than I would rather Zoom with animals. Yes, can we yeah. get that? That is zoomwithananimal.com. <laughs> I that's probably already out there too, but I love the idea though. Zoom, yeah, yeah. 
and then like you know maybe other stuff too facetime with santa claus (laughs) 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 i guess it's similar to that yeah (laughs) but no the the zoo is money i mean um and oh and then there could be like a bit version where you just (laughs) you just uh facetiming with all the uh the concessions guys at the zoo, <laughs> the fried <laughs> dough maker, the uh, the girl who works there after school. Yeah, come on, let's just reach out and reconnect with these people that we don't. You know, <laughs> yeah, they're getting no nobody's coming to see them. They're not making fried dough for anyone. They're right. I'm sure they're still making it over Zoom, but just no right. one's showing up. They have to end up feeding it to all the elephants <laughs> <laughs> right before they make the elephants that one family's food. Right. <laughs> they feed all the fried dough to the elephants right before the <laughs> the elephant comes to eat them which is the, <laughs> part of the arrangement <laughs> it's just a warm-up people taste really good after the fried dough <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's a weird cycle where like the people who made the fried dough then the elephants just come right behind them and eat them <laughs> yeah and the elephants turn off the dough machines <laughs> just by stomping them off i do uh, think this i this uh you know throw a bunch of gopros on like the rhinoceros or whatever <laughs> like just having a bunch of uh different zoom cameras like have, have yeah. a bunch of different cameras have on all a of bunch these. of the different feedings <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> you put gopros on each one of these animals and then just feed them all to each other <laughs> I think that's a done deal. <laughs> that's the best. I mean, that is the sickest, best show I can think of. Yeah. And I didn't even think of it. You did. But th- that is such a guilty pleasure, nasty piece of shit show. Lovely. Yeah. I mean, you know, we got to eat. <laughs> it's what we're famous.